Minneapolis 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Esley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. And we're back another week of Minneapolis 911. How you doing, Hesley Ray? No, I'm kind of angry. I'm angry. angry this week. You don't look angry. Do you know what happened? Like, you, don't, you don't look angry. My, my worst nightmare came true. I doubt that. Delano's Pizza of Uptown, Minneapolis, over 60 years of being in good business, had to close their doors today. Are you serious? I am serious. They will still deliver, but there's no more, like, you know, 245 stumble into Delano's Pizza for, you know, greasy food oh, and good but they, French. But they're stuff. not closed, though. They're, like, they still have other locations in Woodbury who would go no, there. But, but that location's not closed all the time. Just not, it, It's closing down. It's going to be open only for delivery. So who knows where they're doing that? I don't know. That, that doesn't I, make any sense. I don't get it either, but I know that so they are, are they no still going to do? Are they still doing first Friday motorcycle nights? I don't think so. And it was first Thursday. First, no. Yeah, it was because oh, yeah, I lived. Thursday, yeah, first okay, Thursday. so when I first moved to Uptown, I lived on Harriet and East Lake Street right there. Right where they do. So, like, you know, it was oh, one. Pl- I'm all about the moto. Oh, my gosh. And all my neighbors and I, like, through the summer, first Thursday, were like, oh. <laughs> it was terrible. Ring, ding, 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 ding. It was terrible. And, like, I remember one time trying to get through the alley to go to, like, park my car. And I couldn't get. There's so many motorcycles. I couldn't get through my own alley. It's a shame. I'm mad, too, now, because so I've never been to Delano's. Oh, for, it was first awesome. Thursday, and I have like some of the nicest bikes in the country right now. You and would I have was been gonna, such a big hit there. And I was gonna take my they get, they promised me a sp- I said I won't go unless I get uh, unless I get a protected spot. So they just <laughs> notified me unless and I get said the CIA to we'll give me you a too. spot behind the rope. Oh, that would have been so sweet. So next next show, I was going to have a spot behind the road. I don't know about the show. I mean, the show might still be going, going on. And the parking lot's there. I mean, they're not Yeah, like, but there's not going to be no, nobody's going to no go if you can't get food and drink. And I can't tell you like, how many times. So th- what's the cause summer. of it? What's the cause of it? Tell me the cause. You know what? I'm going to tell you the story right now. Because this, this is very and, upsetting. Um, it is quite upsetting because I absolutely loved Delano's and I have so many good memories there like just you know my friends and well, I don't have there. any memories there because I've never uh, been there okay this is from Star Tribune Delano's Pizza on Lake Street is closed after 60 years Delano's Pizza providing food and drink and the occasional bluegrass music and stand-up com- comedy over its 60 years on West Lake Street closed down its original locale for good Sunday which is right now while we're recording this and it's consolidating operations at a, at its restaurant in the warehouse district. We are moving our dine-in and takeout services from our uptown location to our all-new full-service bar and restaurant at 118 North 4th Street. So he said for the owner, was like, for everyone that is understandably upset, this was something that was forced on us by the inability to either purchase the property or work out a new lease with oh, the property owner. Oh, so it's a landlord, landlord deal. Landlords of that area, I shame you forevermore for taking away the Delano's for uptown. You just ruined, like, the last place cause went down. Like, 
What else is there? It's only the VFW where I do my Tuesday show in Uptown. That's it. The rest of it, it's millennials now. Like, it's all for millennials. Well, they ruined Uptown. They totally ruined Uptown. And, yeah. like, so now the only place I have left, and I'm not joking, Delano's was, like, the last one, is Szechuan Spice and VFW. I heard, I heard, and VFW. I heard Szechuan Spice is it's great. going oh, out. Going you heard they're leaving? Yeah. You are probably lying. If they leave, I don't know. I'm going to have to go. They can't afford the new rents, man. I'm going to have to leave, too. You know, speaking of motorcycles, we have uh, Bubba Myers on the show tonight. Tell he, me about him. You well, know, you know, he was, tr he, he kind of got flamboozled because he was going to. Flamboozled? He my, got Bubba My producer's trying to take this CD away from me because I'm smacking my microphone stand with it. Well, and he hates when I do that. Well, now everyone tuned out. So, see <laughs> Everybody that stopped watch, stopped listening because I did that. <laughs> Um, so he was trying to break the Guinness Book of World Records for the fastest wheelie on ice. Cool. It's sort of like the world's fastest Indian with, what? who is that, Anthony Hopkins playing that role? Yeah. So is it sort of like that, except not? It is. You know, the, the people that actually did that, I know those, the real people who did that. <gasps> the and world's the, fastest Indian? Yeah, and their son actually died on an Indian. Oh. Um, they're Kiwi Mike. He owns uh, Kiwi Indian in Riverside, California. Awesome, awesome people. Um they lost their only son. Oh, that's sad. Uh, trying to break the land speed record. Jeez. And uh, for Indian, but so anyway, tell me about Bubbles. So who got Bubba Bubbles was trying boozled. to he was trying to break the world speed record fastest wheelie on ice. And last winter we had an early thaw, and he he had his bike shipped here from some other country and all, and it ended up that all the legs were thawed by the time he got here. <laughs> that's that's really bad luck. Yes, yeah, so he got flamboozled. He got Bubba Boozled. Bubba Boozled. But he's going to be on the show him, later tonight. Good. He's got also, some new, some something new he's going to do. Yeah. So. I also have somebody coming on the show, Mr. Eric Morgan, um, on the anniversary. He's speaking on that of the Philando Castile death. He has some advice for all of our youth, so I want people to and what, listen what's to that. his connection to the? He's a leader of youth in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. He's got a lot of connections with that. What, he what works, do you mean leader of youth? He's a director for an organization, and I'll let him go into that um, as well. So but he's, he does he's a, a lot youth of, counselor. It sounds like it's something like that, but I'll yeah. let him explain his title a little bit more and then kind of what he's been doing in the community. So I don't, He's got lots of great advice for us. I don't know if you saw yesterday... The Democratic Party couldn't come to any agreements on picking a mayoral candidate. I did hear that. I will read that story for us. Um, but I want to say something kind of funny uh, related to that. Is on the way back from Duluth today, I saw this rickety old like wooden thing that looked like it was supposed to be something, but it completely was falling apart. And on the bottom of it, it was this huge sign, and it said dflcares.org. It said what? dflcares.org. And I was like, you well, don't even care about your own <laughs> sign on the side of 35. Well, that's about where they are right now. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Yeah. So let me look up this story for you for you because you had sent it to me earlier. I think this is also from the Star Trib. Are we right about that? Uh, they, I don't know what I sent anybody. They, I blindly just send people crap. You do, all through the night. You never sleep because you're a creepy vampire listening to 911 calls for us. Um, you So, yeah. So, basically, they couldn't come to um, an agreement. To well, they couldn't endorse. get the delegates. Couldn't vote, and they didn't have enough delegates to vote for anybody in. 
And yes, this is StarTribune.com that we are looking at. So Minneapolis DFL failed to endorse the candidate for mayor at its convention on Saturday, but State Representative Raymond Dean came in a surprising first place among a crowded field of candidates, earning nearly a third of the party's support and beating out Mayor Betsy Hodges and council member Jacob Fry. Yeah, but Jacob Fry came in second, which is scary. That is interesting. No, it's scary. More than 1,200 delegates endured 11 hours of procedural wrangling at the convention center before the results of the first ballot for a mayoral endorsement were announced. Dean won 32.4%, Fry won 27.8%, Hodges won 24.2%. But, you know, but you know what I heard? What? People that were there at the convention center uh-huh. said Hodges had the biggest entourage of people. Really? Yeah. Why are you scared about Fry? What's the deal there? Uh, I just... I think he's a phony. Did he beat you up in an alley in the yeah, pee alleyway? I don't think he can beat up a beat his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> I just think he's a phony man. I think he's. Yeah. A, I think he's a political ladder climber. Listen, he's a nice guy. He's a nice but guy. But he would be if he was trying to he's earn a, your vote. He's a nice guy. He no, he's a nice guy. All around nice guy. He's an all around nice guy. But there, there's just too many. There's too many red flags. What he's are an they? attorney. Bam, he, red flag. He's married to a lobbyist for the energy company. Bam, red flag. And and he's kind of like he comes across as like a de actor. Oh, it's just, he's not. Ugh. He's just not sincere in he what he would, says. He couldn't get casted in nine oh two one oh like the no, lifetime no, no. movie. He could get casted in like low like a uh, one of those crime shows on like a like ID a, channel. ID channel <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but he has like one scene where he's like. In the shadows a little bit, and yeah. Like, was it him? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's okay. what he gets to see. Yeah, and there. he's not in the but, credits. But, but the biggest part about it is, he 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 doesn't he doesn't do what he says. Oh, he lies. Well, he doesn't he's lie. He's not follower. He, no, he doesn't. He doesn't lie. He's a panderer. He panders. Oh, and then he, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. We'll he do panders it. And he, he panders and panders and panders and panders and then does nothing. And then he goes to the Minnesota Zoo and he looks at the panders. <laughs> he just <laughs> panders. And it, listen, Dumb. I sorry, actually, listen, sorry, everyone. I actually like the guy. <laughs> I really do. I like him. I wish he was a different person. <laughs> Politically, <laughs> but he's not. I like him. I wish he was just a completely different person. No, I wish he it was. Makes zero I, sense. I wish he had more, more heart and more balls. He's got no balls. Oh, did you look at him? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> How do you know I, then? Uh, I'm just guessing he doesn't. Okay. I know there well, was a story that that some 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 street people. Looked to- at him. <laughs> no, told his wife that she had a nice ass and they wanted to bang her, uh-huh. and he l- didn't do anything about it. Oh, kind of walked And he was on. sort of like, mm, my balls are shrinking more. <laughs> but but I, listen, that's not why it, I I just don't think he I I just don't think that he's right for our city at this particular time. I think he's actually the opposite of what the city of Minneapolis needs at this particular time. Mm. Well, so you, I mean. I don't know. He, he, it's got to be a hard position to be in running for mayor because you do kind of have to try to please everyone. And you I don't can't, know, though. No, no, no. See, I don't that, know that, if no, I no. could even if, remember what if, I said. Like, if I said, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And, you know, I, I could kind of understand. What, what's that saying? If you don't stand for some, uh, what's that saying? If you don't stand for your, your beliefs, then you don't stand for anything or something yeah, like that. Some saying. Yeah. And you know what? That's him. That's him. He, he, yeah. he doesn't stand for anything. He stands for everything. 
if yeah, people who stand for everything. He stands for everything. Stands Whatever for, you yeah. say, he goes, oh yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Oh yeah, I'm all for that. And so he doesn't stand for anything mm. because he stands for everything. I see. If you back everything, then you stand for nothing. Yeah, but I mean, like, well, we'd have to delve in. If he Listen, does become a, a, you know, like, like it's him against somebody else, like we will have to get into deeper, like looking at what he actually believes in. Maybe we could try well, to I, suss it out. I Maybe. can tell you one Are thing. Are you for or against our show? I need to be like, I don't know. He said I didn't have Oh, calls. yeah. If you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. That's, <gasps> that's what that's it is. And that's, that, that is Jacob Fry. And you know what? He doesn't have any, I'm talking not one, backing from any business in Minneapolis. Not one. Not I, I know most business owners and they all do not that's like That's not Jacob a good Fry. sign because that's where a lot of your like support would come from, I would assume. Not really. It, um, believe it or not, it's sad to say a lot of support comes from people who a lot of shut-ins, a lot of people who aren't involved in the community at all. People like me. They show up. To vote, yeah, I do. It's weird. I have a lot of like, time. On like my I hands. went to that. I went to that that uh, the city. This wasn't city council, but the city meeting on hiring new cops, and the whole place was packed with people. Like soccer moms. I would no shut-ins. Yeah, shut-ins. Like old people. Don't hire new cops. We oh. don't want any more cops. I you're, don't like to see their. You're rights. the you're the Ku Klux Klan if you hire a new cop. What? That's what they were calling. Oh, they were calling they were... Barb Johnson the Ku Klux Klan. That's cool, cool, I guess. Yeah. Well, um. So, you see, hey, you see the, the city's going to now ban, uh, they're going to make uh, menthol cigarettes illegal. <laughs> they're only going to be I sold at adult, adult, they're gonna only going to be sold at adult stores. Why? They're like liquor stores. We have to be 21. What's the point of that? I don't understand. They think that menthol, the coolness of a menthol cigarette. Is it attractive to young kids? <laughs> I wouldn't think that would be true. Like, I would think that young kids would just want whatever they could, like, yeah, steal like or heroin. get. <laughs> whatever they could get their hands on Fentanyl. or veins on. Like, this city's worried about menthol cigarettes. Ooh, and we're, like, the top okay. city in the world for fentanyl. <laughs> Fox 9 reported this. They said the sale of menthol cigarettes in Minneapolis may soon be restricted to adult-only tobacco shops. Do they also have porn in these shops? Like, what else brings so. adults in there? The city speaking, has speak, an hey, Speaking of porn, I stopped at a convenience store today on uh, in in Northeast. Uh huh. It's called uh, it's called uh, uh, oh, it's called uh. Come and go. Yes. How'd you know that? How did you know that? I don't know. I just made. I was making a joke. How did you know that? I'm kidding. I was just making a joke. No, that's what it's called. Is it C U M? Yeah. No, it's it's come and go. It's K O M. Come and go. Yeah, I've heard of those before. So I stopped in there, and so they had a whole porn a porn rack still of magazines, and it was all fifty and over. Whoa. Fifty plus porn. That's right in your bracket. But but it was a come and go. It was a come and go, and you did. <laughs> so we will be back. We oh, have our repeat guest, up, Cecil Bubba Myers. And coming up after that, Eric Morgan. Please keep listening to Minneapolis 911. Is Eric Morgan responsible to, uh, related to Robert Morgan or her producer? No, in no way are they related or affiliated. Thank God. Minneapolis911.com. <laughs> .com.
look down the street. It's a car. It's it's a truck. No, it's Super Shuttle. Super Shuttle, the blue and yellow vans that pick you up from your office yeah, or home. Story, Super Shuttle to the airport, corporate office, or a night on the town. Super Shuttle picks you up and takes you there. No more hassling with luggage or airport parking. Eliminate the expense of taxis, the traffic jam, or that creepy guy on the bus. Call Super Shuttle today. 1-800-BLUE-VAN. That's 1-800-BLUE-VAN. Super Shuttle will pick you up and take you there. Welcome to The Exchange. The Exchange. Featuring two full-surface bars, a dance floor, exclusive VIP seating. The Exchange. Immerse yourself in the underground oasis with the Twin Cities' sexiest people. The Exchange. A swanky cocktail lounge for grown-ups of stunning beauty. And the most state-of-the-art sound and light equipment available anywhere in North America. The first Function One Evo sound system. Light sound and music perfection. Elevate your club experience at the Exchange. Exchange Nightclub, 10 South 5th Street, Lumber Exchange Building, downtown Minneapolis. The Exchange, your premier nightlife destination. We're back. I'm eating a cookie. <laughs> I can't hear you. I can't. Uh, now I can hear me. Yeah. Good. So you were eating a cookie. I didn't have a microphone. You know, I didn't know we were coming back. I thought we were in like a three commercial break, so I started eating a cookie. Bro, our producer told us it was two, and then right at the end you know of what, the second one. I never listen to him. I know you don't. <laughs> you don't give a crap. No, um, I do give a crap. I just don't listen to him. So like I said before the break, we, we do have two guests today. Uh, Eric Morgan, who is going to talk about uh, the anniversary of Philando Castile and Moving forward, um, working with youth, kind of his take on things. And then a repeat guest, Cecil Bubba Myers. Why do I have seven new text messages from our producer? He's probably yelling at you right now about your cookie. But seven, though. Friggin' seven. Seven. Like, the dude can't send one text message. No, it's it's crazy. I'm a little worried about his mental health, to be honest. Seven of them. Seven texts in a row. Ridiculous. So let's talk about these other these other um, stories that you wanted to bring up about the city of Minneapolis here, because you had mentioned to me that not only did menthol cigarettes go out, uh, but also ride sharers. Like now, the police are warning people who ride share, which I thought was something that everything everybody was on board with trying to promote. Um, are now talking about safety concerns. So I'm going to read that story. Will you eat your damn cookie? And do I'm not thing? eating a cookie. I'm okay. reading about a hacker. On, uh, there's a hacker on Facebook right now. I better give this public service announcement. Please tell everyone on your contacts list, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do anything. Jaden K. Anything. Smith? Yeah, everyone's getting that. They are? Yeah. That's not a new thing. Okay. Mm. Who is Jaden K. Smith? Who do you know? knows? It's just, um, it's, you know... Who's that uh, Will Smith's son? That's who it is? Yeah. But it's not him for real. It's not him for real? No. I saw some... some, Delete that message. I saw Michael Jackson's daughter yesterday. Who, like, who lets you out of the house without being watched, (laughs) like, monitored at all times? Do you want me to talk about this ride share thing I saw Michael Jackson's daughter yesterday. God, okay. For real? Yeah, for real. Did you ask her, like, if Michael Jackson did do anything weird? No, I was going to ask okay. her out. She's really cute. Ugh, 
okay. She really is. Have you seen her? No, I haven't. She Why was really she here? She's really cute, man. Why was she around oh, here? Oh, no, she's really cute. Why was she around here, and how I did you know no it was idea. here? How did you know it was her? Well, come on. Who's not going to know it's her? I don't know. I don't believe you You've at all. You've never seen her. That's why. Well, I don't think that if you If you have seen either. her, you would know it was her. All right. She's got a very distinctive look. Well, did you go up to her? Of course anything? I did. You're, You're like, hello, I'm L.A. Nick. Don't you? Host of Mini of Us 911. That. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, what did you say? I just said, hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> yeah. You said that too. No, I said, I called her dude. Dude. <laughs> what's up, dude? Cool. And she was like, and she walked away, and that's how no, you knew? No, you know what she said? She said, what? kill her shirt. Oh, it probably was her then, because yeah, that's she, what she would say. And I was wearing a Slayer shirt. Yeah, of course you were. That's yeah. all you wear. No, I'm wearing a Slayer shirt tonight. Yeah, I but I wasn't know. wearing this Slayer shirt. Yeah, though. right. You no, never changed. No, I was wearing the one that just has the red. Do you Doesn't take a this. shower with the Slayer shirt on, and it's then you just wash it in the shower? It's a different shirt. Okay. So let me tell you about this rideshare thing. Minneapolis police are warning rideshare users to take precautions when using the services after an alleged sexual assault. Oh, Uber. Uber rapist. Involving a man who police say posed as an Uber driver. Yeah. This incident happened in downtown Minneapolis, according to a police report. The man drove up to the female victim and claimed he was her Uber driver. Police say she got into the car and told investigators she was sexually assaulted. What's that mean? She was then taken to the hospital. But what's that mean? After contacting police. It could mean anything. But it what's sexually assaulted mean? It could mean full-on rape. It could mean he touched her boob. No, it could rape's mean rape. It's also a sexual assault. I mean, no, until... No, it's not. It's not. You're wrong. It's not. There's a difference. In in, in, in criminal law, there's a difference between Fine. sexual assault and rape. I'm going to look it up right now and see what There's what the sexual difference. assault, and then there's rape charge. But before they charge anyone, they say sexual assault. So this, it could be before charges are made. But the sexual assault is different than rape. Rape well, is rape. obviously that, but I'm just saying before they charge somebody, they're going to call it a sexual assault because they can't charge or even insinuate rape unless they've got solid proof and charges have been made. Because so. I know we're, I, I seen in a report that said we're one of the highest cities in America for rape, and then I got a bunch of backlash saying, no, we're, we're one of the highest cities for sexual assaults. They're not rapes. But, like, it makes a difference. But, but. According to people, it makes a difference. It does. I think you're right. But, okay, so, so sexual so, assault, like, as a definition, is a sexual act in which a person is coerced or physically forced to engage against their will. So that's so grabbing somebody's boobs, not sexual assault. non-consensual sexual touching of a person. Oh, so that's Yeah, maybe. so, I mean, yeah, it could be touching a boob. It could be... You know, elbowing a vagina. So, what is if a girl grabbed my boob? Can I get her for sexual assault? That's not considered sexual at all. Why? It's considered my boobs disgusting. are very sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody grabbed your balls, then yeah. But like, really? if I grabbed your titty, no, no. And you can't touch me at all. I know that's one hundred percent of me is sexual. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Why is there a double standard on that? Because you okay. Do you believe that men have, like, men's breasts are a sexual organ? Mine are. <laughs> so it's the, I mean, it is a double standard. I can't standard. speak for all men. Why can men walk down the street with their shirt off? I can't. And women can't? I can't. Because you have too sensitive of boobs? No, because I get, I get, I You just get attacked? People <laughs> get so turned on? Yeah. <laughs> 
I totally believe this. On that note, I'd like to make a clear segue to our guest. This, <laughs> this is something that is important, so let's move to a serious All right, let's get note. serious. Let's stop, <clears throat> stop talking about your boobs. Okay, um, hold on. We've got let's Eric serious. Morgan. Oh, can I, can, I make, can I say something first? Sure. So last week you, you, you displayed your boobs. Not Dan- fully, but, no, the, but like, uh, the cleavage yeah, yeah, a lot of was cleavage out. going mm-hmm. on for David Cook was here. Mm-hmm. And today I noticed the first time you've ever been in a short skirt. Yeah. So here's so, my rule of thumb. Okay. You have, to, as a woman, this. you have to do one or the other, not both. Unless you're, like, in a really different situation. So I never do both cleavage and short unless it's a really weird situation. What would that situation like be? Like going to a club and... In Vegas, okay. you know what I mean, like but that. Not, not in Minneapolis. Not though. in Minne- I wouldn't hear, um, but that's just me. I mean, I know a lot of girls who do, but I think it's just more classy to do one. Do you ever or the see other. those so girls that see... do it the dead of winter when it's thirty below and standing yeah. outside in this little band-aid dress? That to me does not <laughs> look classy. So, no, to me that I guess well, that girl's an idiot. Yeah. So for me, like I do one or the other. So today you'll see, like I have almost a turtleneck on with a short. Skirt. Uh, what do we call that throw? Well, it's like it's high. Uh, you know, it goes over my collarbone. Yeah. yeah um, sorry. and like zero cleavage, and then you know, shorter skirt. So one or the other. That's my t- just... that's my uh, advice for women. Mm. So, so now we can go to our guest. He has been on the line waiting for us. He is like I said earlier, a youth director who works in the city's Minneapolis St. Paul. I'll let him talk about his background, but basically we're going to bring up, again, um, we are around the anniversary of Philando Castile. Most places are talking about this, and we just wanted to touch base with Eric to see if he had any additional thoughts around the anniversary. So, Eric, are you on the line? Yes, I am on. How are you doing? Okay, good. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you for being with us tonight. Um, I did want you to start out talking about your background a little bit and your current occupation, if you would. Absolutely. No, um, my background is I've been in teen and youth ministry and young adult ministry for over 20-plus years. Um, I currently run a receiving dock at Nova's Glass Company in Minneapolis, St. Paul area. Um, And my whole deal with why I choose to do youth and teen ministry is I didn't grow up with a father. Um, I grew up with uh, a lot of... um, things going on in my household that just weren't, to me, normal and natural. So I felt that I needed to give back because I had two kids of my own, and and some of the things that they went through with uh, growing up in school and the things that they went through in classrooms and with their other teen friends, I said it was time for me to step up and kind of be like the father figure for most of the youth. I've been in lacrosse coach for 13-plus years, gymnastics coach. Um, helping out in the community, doing um, any type of outreach to help out. And my thing of it is, is I'm uh, being a black man in the in today's society. Um, there's a lot of different aspects to that, and one of the biggest aspects is that we need more black, strong, powerful black men to set that example. You know, to be that example. I think that anyone would agree with that statement. And I, it's amazing how malleable youth really are if they have a strong, Absolutely. positive uh, role model in their lives. And so that type of work is really difficult. I'm, I'm going to say I think it's incredibly difficult to be that strong role model type for youth. Um, right. But it is, I mean, if you're looking to make a difference, it is 
one way that you can make, I think, the biggest impact. I think that everyone has a story of somebody who was incredibly influential, either negatively or positively, while they were in their youth. Um, Absolutely. And so I think it's great what you're doing. I did have a question because we are kind of, you know, at the anniversary of Philando Castile, we've had a lot of, um, you know, every time I tune into radio or, or news stations or read paper, I mean, that's all coming out again right now. What is your perception of the current climate with law enforcement and youth today, a year later? My biggest, the problem that I'm seeing, the biggest problem that I'm seeing is there's two sides to everything. And we're not in a state, in my opinion, where we are having cops killing young black people or cops killing, you know, black people in general. So when the, when the situation arrived, it, it, was, it hit home and it was hard and it was hard to deal with because I'm not from here. I have to add that in there. I'm from everywhere, but not, you know, born and raised in Minnesota. Um, and having friends that are cops that happen to be white cops in the community I live in at St. Paul Park, we have to, as a community, be educated on what we should do in a stop. Okay? They, they, the police officers have a job to protect and serve, and I understand that. And, and as I look at my friend who, who works here in St. Paul Park and I see him wearing a bulletproof vest, that's sad to me as well. I look at him like, man, you know, you, you, you're, you're in a position where your life is in jeopardy every time you get in, put on your uniform and get in your car. So I take that in consideration and I also take in consideration the way you respond. When you get pulled over, as a young black person, man, female, doesn't matter, in general, the hype that's going on because of the, 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 the situation with the police, and, I, and it's a sad situation. I happen to know somebody who's related to him. It's a very sad situation. Have your license out. Have your insurance out. If you happen to have concealing carries, have that out. Put them on the dash. Put your hands on the steering wheel. Let the police officer come to your car and say, here's my information, officer, can I hand it to you, or I'm okay with you grabbing it and looking at it and, and running my name and let me know what's going on. Now I ask you, what are you pulling me over for? Mm-hmm. If we start by doing that, we're going to calm down a lot of the, 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 the fear, or the scare tactics, or whatever the police is going through. We also, as a police department, they need to get better at educating and training their police officers. Right. Of course, they don't know when 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 it could be the last time of them doing a, a routine stop. They don't know, and I get that. But I I, I agree. I, I agree with both those things. This week, I've heard a lot of nine one one calls where okay. the victim has called nine one one because, in fact, just yesterday, some a guy was shot four times in his car, drove to a Super America gas station, called 911, and then when the cops came, he wouldn't cooperate with the cops. He wouldn't tell them anything. He wouldn't tell them where he got shot, who shot him. What He wouldn't tell them anything. Just, I'm not telling you anything. Just save my life, and I'm not telling you a word. I, that, I don't understand. Is that, is that gang-related? Is that gang, like, you can't... No, it, it, some of that is fear, because, you know, when I tell my young man... Um, young kids that I do with and some of the young men I do with, I said, we're kind of like an endangered species, but the deal of it is, is a lot of the things that are going on is, is, is black-on-black crime. 
So for us to have that fear for the police officers, the police officers in Minnesota, in my opinion, are going out killing everybody. I don't, I don't see it. I don't hear about it. Um, but in certain areas of Minnesota, we have, you know, a black man killing a black male. I just had a kid who was coming to my, my, my youth center, and he got murdered by another black man. So what I'm telling my kids right now is we need to cooperate. Fear should never be a, a, a situation. You should never be in a situation where you're fearful of something until you are at that moment, okay? This is how I see it. If I'm doing something wrong or I'm doing something bad and I get pulled over, I'm in the wrong, okay? So is there that fear that, okay, I might get pulled over, I might go to jail, I might something? Well, then let's take care of that problem now. If you have warrants, turn yourself in. If you've got things going on in your car, be aware of that. Be aware of your surroundings. I I don't I don't have fear of the police personally. Yeah. I have two of my friends that are police officers, but I do know when I get pulled over, I know exactly how I'm going to act and how I'm going to respond. Yeah, I'm the I'm, I'm the same. In the past, absolutely not. I'm the same but way. I I'm the same way. I don't I don't fear police officers. I I I I don't look like a clean cut average person. So when you know they pull me over, they think they're going to find drugs in my car. They think they're going to find something. But you know what? I cooperate. I put keep my hands on the steering wheel. I say yes sir, no sir. And you know what? I've never had a problem. And uh, it's just because I do what they tell me to do. And it, it's not. And, you know, law enforcement is a necessary evil. We have to have law enforcement. It's like, it's like we can't have a we can't have a country without it. I mean, you're going to have to no, have it. So what happens is we start making things acceptable that that aren't acceptable, and that's going the wrong way. It really is. It, even people driving around smoking weed, and I know a lot of people like Hesley doesn't think weed is drugs. But to even it's just a to, plant yeah, made but, by God. So is heroin. Heroin's a plant too. <laughs> but to, to, to have people just driving around all I mean, you can right. stop at any red light downtown and somebody's smoking a joint in their car. Right. Uh, you know, that's just asking for trouble. And we have to be we have to be educated on our surroundings and educated on what we do and not do. You, if if a police a police officer's job is to serve, protect and serve, and I get that. But they're also dealing with the stress of, is this going to be the last time I pull somebody over? They deal with that. Mm-hmm. Okay? So there's that, there's that little bit of hyperness. Um, in this situation, uh, uh, Philando Castillo, I, I watched the video. I've seen it. A lot of it was drastic. A lot of it was, was, was hard to see. It was sad that the little girl had to see it. It was sad that his girlfriend had to witness that. Um, the police officer, in my opinion, had other stuff going on because you can tell how hyper he was. He was afraid. Like, yeah, he was him, I fearful. I he seemed like he was, but if you watch the other officer, he was calm. Right. So that's a situation where the police station also needs to say they need to get better at training these police officers. Hey, if you're having a bad day, if something's going on, did you see Did you see the MPD officer yesterday or today that shot the two dogs? No, I didn't even know. Okay, so if you, if you watch that video, it's a black officer, and he is 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 responding to a burglar a burglar call at a house, and he so he jumps the okay. fence, and there's two pit bulls, and these pit bulls are actually service dogs, 
for, oh, for two children who live there. And the dog actually approaches the officer, wagging his whole butt, his wagon, shaking his tail aggressively. And the cop shot mm-hmm. him because that cop was afraid of dogs. And so he shot him. He shot him and, and oh, because he was afraid of dogs. So, right. you know, and, and listen, everybody has their point of fear that Absolutely. you're not going to train out of them. Right. It's it's a reaction. It's human reaction. So, and we don't, even that, I watched the Castillo video, video. you don't see what happens with his gun. When he said, I have a gun, and the cop said, well, just don't pull it out. I still don't know, did he pull it out? Did, what did he do? Oh. The, the, the camera never shows what happened inside the car, so we don't know what he did. And, and, and listen, I think it, it was a it was a bad situation that went really bad. And I, I, I think they're probably both good men. And it, it was it was a bad just a bad situation. So I guess because of all of the uproar that occurred because of that, and now we're at the year length, and um, we got the acquittal with the officer um, who was mm-hmm. charged with that. We're we're all in that climate now. What are the next steps? Like, can you say three clear, solid steps for the youth that you worked with? And then I guess for the general population, how, you know, how we can move forward in a positive way. Number one, pulling, getting pulled over, I've been pulled over several times, it takes some time. When you see the light, slowly pull over and get your stuff on the dashboard immediately. Pull out your information. Pull out your license. Pull out your insurance. Pull out your concealment carry. Put it on the dash. Have both your hands on the steering wheel. White, black, red, green. It doesn't matter. Man, woman. And be prepared so that he doesn't come up to your car, he or she, with that automatic, okay, what's going on? Why are they fidgeting? What, why is he so nervous? Why is he not looking at me? And say, officer, here's my information. Um, can I hand it to you or do you want to reach in and get it? And nice and politely say, can I ask why you're pulling me over? And, mm-hmm. and start there. Number two, educate our youth on that. That's what I'm doing. Right. I'm educating my young black kids right now and my white kids on who you have in your surroundings. Who do you have on your team? Who's your friend? Know everything about what's going on. Speak about what's the problems that are happening in your life and in your house. Find that role model that's going to help influence you positively and help make you be the best person you could possibly be. And third, to me, it's community. We need to build a stronger community. I'm going to do it. There's a a program right now in Woodbury, Minnesota called uh, Coffee with Cops. A friend of mine told me, I said, what is that about? He said, are you coming to have coffee with cops and talking? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to that because I want to know what's going on in my community. We need to get out and find out what's going on in our neighborhood, what's going on in our community. Whether it's good or bad, ugly or different, doesn't matter. Get out and be that strong, positive person. And find out what's going on around you. Right, I and think if that's you do that. Trust will get built, and it'll be a better place to live. I'm telling you. I think and, that's and great it's advice. Easy to do. You're right. It's I think that's great do. advice, and I want to say thank you again on behalf of Minneapolis 911, behalf of Absolutely. the communities around us for all of your hard work. Um, thanks for being on the show. We yeah, really appreciate it. We appreciate it. you being on, man. Eric Morgan. Um, and we, I'm sure we'll have you on again in the future. So thank you, Eric Morgan. All right, so I think that was, I mean, all good advice. I think we were on the same page. Yeah, I think we're actually on the same page. You know, mm-hmm. if you get pulled over by a cop, you just do what they say. I mean, yeah, yep, agreed. Put all your weed on your dashboard. 
Okay, so um, See, I don't we're have coming that back problem. with so the <laughs> I repeat, no, you, guys. You, you potheads, you have to worry about the weed. So that, see, that's the problem. You get pulled over, you have weed, so you start panicking, you do something stupid. Like I don't have the weed. Eat it. It was in my brownie. So anyway, we'll be back with more Minneapolis 911.com. I can see. Turns my mic off. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. Tired of the big box store? Hello? Is anybody out there? Had it with mom and pop hardware stores? OMG, it was just here last week. Want something just right? That's Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store. At Buyswingers, we have it all. Power equipment, outdoor living, hardware, a place where neighbors help neighbors complete that backyard renovation, paint your home, or just let you know what food that cardinal in your tree wants for supper. Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store with more. 35 West North to County Road 96, exit 28A in New Brighton. It's about higher standards. It's about lower prices. It's about time. A car dealer treats you the way you want to be treated. Welcome to Star Auto and Truck Sales in Ramsey, 7009 West Highway 10. At Star Auto and Truck Sales, it's about never having a dissatisfied customer. The Star philosophy means taking care of you before and after the sale. Higher standards, lower prices, and value start at Star Auto and Truck Sales. Use keyword STAR on the station's website for more details or at StarAutoAndTruckSales.com. And we're back at Minneapolis91.com. I'm Ellie Nick with my co-host Chessie Wright. And uh, we're running late, so we're going to go right into our 911 calls, like directly into them. And you've got some. You've got four nine one one calls for this week. The first one you said was from St. Paul. First one is from St. Paul. I just picked it because I thought it was uh, pretty good. Well, not pretty good, but just it, just uh, interesting. I, you'll hear it. It piqued your interest. <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll listen to Blue Felix for the rest of the night. But and it's fine with me too. By the way, every, all our music on the show is by a band called Blue Felix. Check them out online. Blue Felix, BlueFelix dot com. Blue Felix on Facebook. And here's our first 911 call. Lost control. Lost control. Park with the Super America on a assist. Caller is requesting assistance for moving handcuffs. Does not have a key. She's going to be waiting in the parking lot in a green Buick. <laughs> so this person calls the cops. They're in their car in a green Buick in handcuffs. And they don't have a key. <laughs> and they're calling the cops to get unlocked. Oh, Saint How Paul. does this happen? I hope it was like something sexual, you know, and I don't know. I, uh, how I've, does heard that story, I've heard stories about guys getting like handcuffed to beds and the yeah. girls taking on their clothes and leaving. Yeah. And they have to, they have but to, in they're the there Buick. for like a day. But how do you yeah. get in a car handcuffed? Right. 
And why wouldn't you go like home and call the cops? Like, or like try something else altogether. I mean, he you was. Know? They were. Don't you have any friends you could call? Like, do you have a bolt cutter? I'm. You know, I'm guessing. What? I'm guessing they got. It was a drug deal going bad. They got robbed. Oh, and then like whoever robbed them had handcuffed them. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. Well, that was interesting. Our it's weird, call, right? That's yeah. why I picked it. I usually don't play St. Paul clips. I would like to figure out what happened. Um, the next call is is back to Minneapolis, I believe. Yep. Okay. 23 our vehicle is not stopping. He's not pulling away, but he's not stopping. We're southbound Bryant from 37. Back westbound at 37 from Bryant. Believes to be Ike Wilson on parole for manslaughter. Been on the run since Friday. Happy Squads to back westbound 37 from Bryant. Do we have a vehicle description? 410, we're clear advised. Yeah, it's a white Hyundai 880, Tom Rickford Union. Signal go back east on Dowling from DuPont. Speeds are like 22 miles an hour. Just not pulling over here. I wouldn't consider it flee at this point. 909, call. 909, copy. Still cell phone call back here from 37. Speeds are 20 miles an hour. Westbound Colfax and 36. Copy Westbound 36 from Colfax. 410, you need Minneapolis assistance on this? Yeah, sure would help. Alright, we're, I think, just behind you a little bit. We'll see if we can get in front of you in a second here. Southbound Gerard from 36. Happy Southbound Gerard from 36. 402, what are they stopping for? In here, 3523 Gerard. 3523 Gerard. Happy Boxton, 3523 Gerard. Taking one into custody. Happy. So this was a fugitive on the run from manslaughter, and they box. You hear they they did boxing. Yeah, they yeah. did boxing. They boxed him in. That you area. They box in or they do the pit. They they hit their back yeah. bumper and make them spin around. This that is area. It's so in Gerard thirty fifth too. Gerard is a one way, and it is very thin. Like it's you know you couldn't do the spin there unless sure. you wanted this, to hit it, like eight you know, cars. This is I'm hearing more and more of these high profile calls. Mm-hmm. This is like the third federal fugitive that I've heard seen heard in the last like two weeks. So there, Why was he going to Uptown? Did he know that Delano's was about to close? He wanted to get one last one slice. One last slice before he got put go away. The, go to the moto show. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was. Yeah. Well, that's weird and too bad. That's not far from where I live, so that's a little I could have made my stomach hurt. Oh. I didn't have any milk. I needed that's some milk. That's so sad. Let's go to our next call. I needed milk. You need to not eat while we're doing our show. Sergeant to acknowledge an assault. Uh, to Curdell's head to front to 1611 Plymouth Avenue North, um, male versus a female. 402. In 402, the male has ripped the female's shirt off. Got it. At 1122. 156. Let me suppose you can clear for this assault at 1611 Plymouth. At least update the male had gotten the female's shirt off. A black male, mm-hmm. black shirts, a correction, black shorts. So is that sexual? Right? <laughs> yeah, it's I think. Able. Is it? I don't There's know. This, you know I'll take that assault on it sounded sort of like she assaulted him first, right? And no. Then, no, it was all, and he ripped her shirt off. He took her shirt Show off. Show me them. He didn't say he ripped it off. He took her off. It just nicely he took it off yeah. gracefully. Gracefully took it he off. He took her shirt off, and now it's a melee. 
Is that a sexual assault? Well, I don't know. It depends on if he touched anything as he took it well, off. He took the shirt off. I don't know. Was she wearing a bra? Was she? We should find out more. 911 operators listening, please tell more <laughs> details next time, not just the basics. Yeah, was she wearing a bra? What color is the bra? <laughs> was she even wearing a bra? Were her nipples out? We want to know these things. This is our constitutional right. That's right. Public, um, it's public information. Public information. <laughs> God. All right, let's go to our next call. And for the precinct car to clear session to acknowledge a robbery person that just occurred at Lake and 10th Avenue sales, victim uncooperative with a PC stating someone took his money and ran away, no suspect information. So I'm, he- I'm hearing these calls every day. Victim, every single vic- guy. Victim uncooperative. Victim uncooperative. Yes, the victims don't want to tell the police anything. It's odd. I it think is there's no something it larger. It's freaking weird, here. man. Yeah. The, the, the one, the one today, a guy got yesterday got shot four times. Pulled in the supermarket, called the cops, and wouldn't tell him anything. What? He wouldn't tell him a word. Uncooperative. Yeah. Uncooperative. Didn't it, wouldn't say where he was shot, who shot him, nothing. Well, maybe he was, you know, trying to save his breath. He just got shot a few times. He's wanting no, medical is, attention first. It's amazing that something's going on around here. Hey. So, anyways, we have a guest coming up. Bumba Bubba Boozled, <laughs> Cecil Bubba Myers. He got uh, bamboozled. Who got Bubba Boozled, and he was trying to do something, and then the lakes thawed. So let's bring him on. Are you there, Bubba? I am here. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, buddy? How are you, man? Not too bad, man. We're uh, hanging in there, just getting geared up for this uh, event coming up in about forty days. What's the event? We have an event over overseas in Elvington Airfield over in New York. They have a world's fastest wheelie competition. I'm one of the lucky 30 people elected to do it. So we're going to go back and give another crack at it, and hopefully we can take top honors this year. So is this... that in England, York? It is in England. Oh, fancy. So I, I fly <laughs> to the U.K. to ride a Japanese Great. bike. Whoa, you're getting all cultural uh, are, are, you, are you shipping your bike there? Um, actually, we're building a brand new bike. So I'll have a new 2016 model of the same version that I have here. So um, hopefully trying to get some practice time in. Um, it's just kind of hard to do, you know, 200-mile-an-hour wheelies on the street here. So I got some places. You could, yeah, you know where you can do it? Hit bit. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You know where you could actually do it? Well, we do it all over. I mean, I, I've been able to, uh, you know, I live out in the St. Bonnie area. So you know, but you could actually. got some farm roads here. You could actually do it right in downtown Minneapolis, man. 7th Street. You could. Yeah, no, you could. It, 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 you pick a Sunday night, 7th Street, just wait for all the lights to turn green. Because you can't get a ticket. You can't <laughs> get a ticket. up and go. No, you can't get a ticket. No, <laughs> You don't have traffic cops anymore. So you can't get in trouble. Well, that would be pretty cool to watch on the uh, you know what? Video be, it, it would be great video, dude. It would be great video. It we, would be. I'll set up videos all the way down 7th Street. I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I have you, no you, cares in the world. We don't have traffic police anymore, so you cannot get pulled over. We can put it on YouTube and see how many hits we get. I'm telling you, you could do it right in front. You can start launch I, in front I'm of my house, launch in front of my house, it. and you could go five. You could go five. You could go all the way. You could go five blocks without any issues. Well, I think we should uh, it would get be, that done. It would be awesome video. I could knock that off the bucket list. Yeah, let's do it, man. So how do I, we I, contact you and see your videos currently? Where are you? Are you YouTubing away? Um, or? 
Yeah, actually, I get a lot of the videos that are actually on my personal like Facebook uh, page, which is Cecil Bubba Myers. And I think some of them are on Instagram. We're, we're trying to get my uh, online profile updated. I'm not a, a big computer guy. I'm just kind of well, like a rider. you're busy so. out there doing things. So, He's yeah. doing moto stuff, not computer stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, well, it's hard, man. I mean, I'm a single dad with four kids, and my oldest just graduated. I mean, there's a lot of things going on, and we're just trying to, you know, you trying to balance everything out in life. ever lay there in your bed at night trying to fall asleep and, like, think to yourself, am I Anthony Hopkins in the world's fastest Indian Will I be that old? You know, that's funny because when I went over uh, the first year in 2014, they 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 basically said that to me. <laughs> You're like the fastest Indian guy over here, but oh. in America, so it's kind of reverse role. So, but, so what are cool, you trying to over there. do at this York thing? Like, he's tr- what's, he's what's trying what's to do record? 200 mile an hour wheelies. So what they do, it's it's basically laid out where the, it's a it's an old uh, retired Air Force. Uh, runway which is two and a half miles long and what they do is they they have a it's basically you have to hold a, a wheelie full of full kilometer which is 0.62 of a mile so you get 600 meters up to the starting of the kilo and you have to you know the, the fastest person at the end of the kilo with the wheel in the air through the timing gear takes top honor so it's basically you're trying to go as fast as you can on one wheel in that length of time so just just under three quarters of a mile, so it's kind of sounds. Are you allowed to have a wheel? Terrifying. Are you allowed to have a wheelie bar? No, no I don't think anybody's ever had one. What's a wheelie but bar? I mean, you probably you get could served be. drinks while you're doing this. <laughs> yeah, they serve you cocktails. Yeah, absolutely, it's a right topless girl serving you cocktails. <laughs> I think everyone should have a wheelie bar then. <laughs> Hey, so, I agree with you, I, and we're going to have one this year. Are you scared? Like, are, are, I mean, isn't it terrifying, or is it just thrilling to you? Like, uh, I would no, be terrified. Well, the, everybody always asks, oh, you're crazy. It's like, it's just like another day at the office. It's like when Nick gets on his bikes, I mean, it's just, you just ride. You're just one with the bike. And he doesn't get on his bike. He has somebody pushing him. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday, yesterday, I took the two-stroke and the four-stroke out. Both. That yeah, sounds that's what I dirty. That would yeah, be pretty fun. I'll tell you what. I I I like riding the two stroke, man. It, it, there ain't nothing like a two stroke. Especially I mean, if you have your we have to get together to bar. Ride this turbo bike. The, I, the, listen, my friends got had twin turbo. My other friends got turbo now. Um, I I'll ride anything. I've I've been one eighty for I did one eighty for over an hour straight. Um, I have no problem with speed. I I uh I like unpredictability, like two strokes. Like you, you put me on right. a, on on a, you know old old RG gamma, on the old gamma, or an old H one or H two, and that yep, unpredictability yep. of when that power band kicks in and you're not ready for it. So explain to a layperson what a two stroke or a four stroke is, because to me it sounds dirty. We just had you getting served <laughs> drinks with you the top. You have a dirty mind this evening. I, I've noticed. It's that. not just tonight. Let me <laughs> oh, let nice. you in on a secret. So while well, you're two-stroking and four-stroking and you're, like, amped up because you're so excited for maybe the two-stroke to turn into a four-stroke, I don't know what's going on. You, you want to you explain it or you want me to explain it to her? Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically your two-stroke. It's, uh, you know, you don't have valves in the motor and it's... Uh, it still sounds know, it's dirty, sorry. different engine configuration. So basically <laughs> all your cars, 
are, are four strokes. So two strokes have less moving parts. The piston goes up and down a cylinder, and it has ports, so like little holes. So it lets exhaust and gas in ports as the piston moves up and down in the hole. Okay, that where, still where, sounds very dirty. Where four strokes, where four strokes <laughs> have a that. piston and a cam, and it opens and closes other holes. For oh valves. my God! That's so a four-stroke, yeah, disgusting. <laughs> no, a, a four-stroke's very dirty because a four-stroke has lots of holes. How can we see Correct. it? <laughs> you can, you can, you can Google on YouTube and you can watch animation. Oh, of two oh, strokes anime. and four strokes. Okay. Okay. Or you can just have the hands on. You just come down to the shop and we'll show you the... I have some cutouts. You do it live? I have All some cutout. I have some cutout motors that you can look inside. Those are big money, wow. those cutout motors. Yeah. All right, so it's repeat the event made. for us. This event is in York, England. What's the date? Yep, it's Tell over in York. It's okay. actually August uh, 20th and 21st. It's the World Wheelie Records weekend. So basically this is the uh, big weekend of the, of the uh, year. They do have practices beforehand, so I'm kind of, uh, you know, I, I don't get a practice like they do at the tracks. I mean, it's completely different than riding here in the streets. I mean, you've got wind factors. It's just windy, and it's always overcast and either raining there. But, um, yeah, so it's it's August 20th and 21st over in York. I'll be riding the Whole Shot Racing uh, Turbo ZX10 for my wheelie competition bike, and I will also be riding a almost 1,000-horsepower Turbo Hayabusa for the top speed record for fastest American on UK soil. Wow. So we've got a few things going on this year. I'll try to go for the fastest kilometer wheelie, which right now it's unofficially 218.6 miles an hour. My teammate just actually uh, did that in May. That's, that's pretty, that's awesome. pretty and then, fast. And the, it is on one wheel. And then I'll be going for the fastest uh, speed record. I'm hoping to try to get over a 250-mile-an-hour run. And then I also have my supercharged uh, whole shot racing Van Diemen exhaust uh, Kawasaki H2 over there, which I will try to complete a kilometer on that. If, I, if I'm able to do the kilometer on that supercharged H2, I will be the second person ever in history to complete the kilometer wheelie on a natural aspirated, a turbo, and also a supercharged bike. Well, H2 is one of my favorite rides. I love riding H2s. Oh, they're, awesome. they're just so yeah, unpredictable. They're... No. Well, they call him the widow. Yeah, I mean, they call him the widow maker. They're, 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 yeah, they're, they're, they're That's makers. why he's a single dad. Now everything makes sense. <laughs> so right. hey, where, where, where can can people watch this anywhere? Can they watch it online? Can they can they stream you know, it somewhere? We're gonna try to stream it this year. Um, I'm gonna try to have uh, some things kind of linked up. But the thing that sucks is the six hour time difference. So you know that's the big thing. But yeah. we will have some. Some stuff online. Um, we're still in the works of that. Like I well, said, if, I'm trying if, to get my online. If you get any video, send me send me video. I'll post it on our, on our absolutely on our show page yeah, and, and my Facebook my page. Instagram account usually it'll start getting a little busier now, and that's at Cecil Myers, and then my Twitter account also is at Cecil underscore Myers. So cool. And let let me know Cecil Bubba Myers. You jump on that online, and you should be able to pop up some of the videos and all the other stuff. But let, and let more, me know when. Let me know when you want to tear up downtown Minneapolis because you can't get arrested. Dude, I'm 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 pretty much semi-retired. So I'll be your guys' time. wheelie bar. It'll yeah. be great. Yeah, hey, you can you can ride on the back and we can do it. Uh, All right, I'm in. Do that for the. Hey, thanks for being thanks for being on, Thank Bubba. you, Bubba. Hey, good talking to you guys. Hey, man. good and good good luck, yeah. man. We'll be yeah, rooting I'll, for I'll you. Yeah, I'll get a hold of you, Nick. We'll, uh, we'll yeah. get on and go have some fun. Yeah, let's go. All right. All right. See you, buddy. Well, I love Bubba.
Well, I'm, I'm a mo you know, I'm, I'm all about motorcycles, so. Yeah. Yeah, and Bubba's a nice guy. I hope he wins. Bubba's a real nice guy. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to come back with a couple more uh, Minneapolis-related things. And we're going to wrap up after this break. So keep listening. We'll tell you about a couple more things. And we are so happy to have done another show here. So we'll be right back with L.A. Nick. I'm Hesley Ray, Minneapolis 911.com. With Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage for my amps and equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust, and humidity for my famous guitars. And talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24 hour camera surveillance, and on site staffing. Simply self storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com. Their boxes. Ooh, you got it, you got it? I got it. I don't got it. Our boxes. <sighs> Perfect. Have reinforced sides and moisture barrier. Simply self-storage. We sell boxes. Find us at simplyss.com. Find out how to get 50% off your first full month. Simply self-storage. You definitely chose the right place. This is Bob Sansevier, and I would like to invite all Minneapolis 911 listeners to also listen to The BS Show. We have new shows every Monday through Friday. We offer a great lineup of guests as well as entertainment, information, and a lot of fun. You can check out The BS Show on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, or at our website at thebsshow.net. Welcome to The Exchange. A swanky cocktail lounge for grown-ups of stunning beauty. The Exchange. Featuring two full-service bars, a dance floor, exclusive VIP seating. With the Twin Cities sexiest people. The most state-of-the-art sound and light equipment available anywhere in North America. The first Function One Evo sound system. Exchange Nightclub, 10 South 5th Street, Lumber Exchange Building, downtown Minneapolis. The Exchange, your premier nightlife destination. And we're back to Minneapolis91.com. I'm LNX with my co-host, Hesse Ray. You know, I saw a thing in the, in the news this weekend about the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport, like, failing every test possible <laughs> for security. Oh, that's great. <laughs> like, like, like how, how could it be so bad? All right. Like, it ranked, like, one of the worst in the, in, the, in the country. Let me read you this story from City Pages. Well, City Pages doesn't count. Yeah, it does. Because no, it, it doesn't. Because they're I need citing a different Fox source. 9. I need a different source. Can I do this? I cite by Fox, Fox 9. Fox 9, I'll, okay. I'll take a little bit of credibility, but City Pages has zero credibility. Zero. Security agents at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport missed almost every single illegal object or substance put in front of them during a recent internal test, Fox 9 report. Well, I can say for a fact that I took a motorcycle engine in my suitcase and they did not ask me what was in my suitcase. And mm -hmm. I didn't check it. I carried it on. So, I mean, A I motorcycle engine. Hard to, yeah. They don't think they say, hey, what's in your bag? Mm -hmm. Like, how many motorcycles and engines do they see? It's just weird because I've been, like, told to throw out water and, like, my special lotion if it's a little too big. You know, like, I, they've caught that stuff. Special lotion? Special. 
Hey, lube. Um, no, <laughs> my, my, like, it's really smelling Is that good what lotion. call it today? No. Special <laughs> lotion? We've really, like, gone down the dirty gutter in the show, which I sort of love. But, no, like, like, you know, my good lotion that smells really good. I've been told to throw that stuff out or check it, but they're missing, like, yeah. big I items I told you to drugs. throw it out a long time ago. <laughs> you, you hated my special lotion. Um, no, I think that, you know, I guess it's time for me to start to try to bring weed on the plane. You know what's it's funny? Time. You know what's funny? I, you know, everybody knows my past history. I, was, I always had drugs on me. And did you put it in your butt for plane rides? No, you keep it right in your pocket. Oh, they also have those metal detectors. But back yeah. then, yeah, but yeah. Like, I mean, you didn't, you didn't get on a plane without cocaine. You just didn't. Nobody does that. You did Seventies and eighties, you didn't get on a plane without cocaine. I still you have five or six didn't. stuck up my and, butt and from my know, last flight. You would literally sit there and do bumps at your seat and flirt with the stewards. I'll and... have a Jack Daniels <laughs> with the coke on the side and yeah. And then, uh, well, hey, do you want to sit down and have a chat with me? That's just the yeah. way it was, man. Mm-hmm. That's well, the way it was. But you, you still smoke cigarettes and you yeah. smoke right at your seat and. It was the day. Those were the days. And then people started dying or killing each other. I don't remember anybody dying. From cocaine? No. This is a big problem. Cocaine. No. Actually, you're wrong. In fact, I just saw a thing that... So when... uh, they they're trying to right now. They're trying Bring to Bring it back. No, they are. <laughs> Throw back Thursday. No, Let's no, do some coke. No, I'm not kidding you. The, the the government's actually the the powers that be of multiple governments are trying to get the cocaine uh uh uh, uh manufacturing back <laughs> up. Because it died down because heroin got so popular. Down. So they're trying to get cocaine to be popular again. Oh because my God. cocaine actually costs less the government death. less for deaths and ODs. Oh. Because Heroin is bad stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, you're saying like on the gamut, like if the FDA got involved, they'd be like heroin worst cocaine. Listen, back, I mean, back, back, and think. I think I'm. Don't quote me on this date, but I think the date was 1914 or 1919. One of the two. When they made. When you were about 18 or 19 when, when, years old. When they made any drug an illicit drug, an mm-hmm. illegal drug, and at the time, cocaine was legal and caffeine was illegal. Caffeine? Yes. Oh. So cocaine was in Coca-Cola. It was in everything. It was in everything. It was in everything. It was the miracle drug. You got a cold, you did cocaine. You got a stomachache, you did cocaine. I would think you... that would make you express more phlegm. No. It more actually it does not. Then when I was when I was doing a lot of coke, I never got sick ever. You should do it again then, because you're no. sick all the time now. No. But 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 anyway. Sorry, I'm bad but, advice. But for at the you. last minute when they were gonna pass that it was a taxation law. Mm-hmm. And making drugs illegal, illicit, which is illegal. Mm-hmm. At the last minute, this this uh, lobbyist, they had lobbyists way back then, put out these fake stories saying that white women were getting raped by black men on cocaine in the South. That's a true story. And then my word. And then the last minute, the the government switched. The people switched, and they made cocaine illegal and caffeine legal but if uh, in reality if you did a, li- a line of pure caffeine uh-huh. as big as a small line of cocaine you would instantly your heart would instantly explode what yes dead oh, serious like pure caffeine yes okay it's You're not that strong like coffee ground no it's that something. it's that strong huh but i've done pure cocaine 100 percent pure mm-hmm. cocaine and it was delicious you loved it. Well, I didn't die. You didn't. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I did have 
Um, but you should quit smoking pot. I don't smoke it. I eat it. Okay, you should quit eating pot. I make brownies. Yeah, you should quit eating brownies. Great. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't do any drugs. Yeah, whatever. So, hey, um, I, I want to remind everybody that you can uh, listen to all our past episodes at Minneapolis91.com. And you can catch myself on the Tom Bernard podcast every Wednesday with our best of police clips mm-hmm. for our week of our show. And we really appreciate Tom Bernard having us part of his network and on his podcast every week. We do. And, we appreciate uh, KFAI, Fresh Air Network. And you know what? We're looking for somebody really special to bring on to our team. So special. So special. So special. And we don't care if you're, you could be a guy or a girl. You could be either gender. Or you could be a guy girl. You could be or, or a girl guy. You could be a transvestite. You could be anything. You could be anything you want to be. As long as, as, you, long speak, as, you... as, long as you speak English, that's, that's kind of a priority when you need to speak English. Have a blog. We don't care what you're where you're from, but you have we to speak English. To have a blog. And we want you to have a blog, and we want your blog to be about food. So we're looking for a food critic for what our a show. So if you have any interest in being involved in our show on the Tom Bernard Network and on KFAI, and and we're looking for a sales rep as well. So we are looking for a sales rep too. So looking for a job. Yeah, if doing you sales. Jobs, if you're good at doing sales. sales, yeah, then you could be part of our crew. We're a fun bunch, so I would say yes to do it. So, you, um, hey, do you want to do it? I'm. Uh, is there an interview <laughs> process? Can I interview? Well, Robert's doing the interviews in his, his house. <laughs> so, um, and you can find me. Moving away from that, you can find me uh, every third Tuesday of the month at the Uptown VFW, the last place in Uptown that's still cool. And I do a, cool place. a comedy show there um, that's the best of the best. Any traveling uh, comedian who does this full time, any, anybody in Minneapolis and St. Paul who's made a name for themselves, do that show for free at 8.30 p.m. So Uptown VFW. And I, forgot, I forgot you can listen to our shows at Minneapolis901.com and then just go to podcast. And they're all on there. A whole year of them. A whole year. A whole year of them. And we love you guys. We love Minneapolis. That's why we do this show. And we will see you next week for more Minneapolis 911. L.A. Nick, Hesley Ray, Minneapolis911.com. See you guys. Listening to Minneapolis 911 with LA Nick and Hesley Ray. Join us and download a new show every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network at Minneapolis911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, go to Minneapolis911.com. Minneapolis 911 post production provided by Nancy Keene and Buko Latidon. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moore. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911.